Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the H&H Sports Podcast. I'm Tanner Hicks, and as always, I'm joined by the best co-host out in Jackson, Huey. We have an absolutely massive episode of the podcast. We're keeping up with days one and two of free agency. Free agency officially started on Monday. The 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 negotiating process started on Monday. Um, I think they couldn't officially sign until like noon on Monday. I'm not really sure. But free agency started on Monday. We have Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday um, the day we're recording this to talk about. A lot, a lot of free agents uh, have signed so far, as usual. Um, Aaron Rodgers said today on the Pat McAfee show that he's um, he's going to the Jets. Uh, it's like a foregone conclusion. They just need to figure out like the the details of the trade. Um, what are your thoughts so far of days of the first two, three days of free agency? Man, it's been crazy. Absolutely wild. It's been wild, and then we just started like actual free agency. Is the crazy thing. <laughs> I know. Um, Juju signed today uh, for the same contract that Jacoby Myers signed with the. Uh, I saw that with Vegas. Kind of, kind of, kind of crappy thing that the Patriots did, but not really. Knocking Miles Sanders today signed with Carolina. I really like that pickup. They're building an offense for their eventual quarterback. We we can talk about that. Panthers trade up to number one. Um, you know, Friday, five days ago, as we're uh, on the day we're recording this, <laughs> dude. The day we, the day after we put our mock draft, like out. a day and a half, we 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 record that mock draft. Uh. The, the the draft completely like that that mock draft is like done like it's just, it's cooked like no, nobody needs to look at that at all it's just completely irrelevant um <laughs> yeah we had the you had the panthers going to 6 in that mock which is a completely horrible um but yeah we need to do another mock here soon we might do that next week uh, no, we're going to be recapping March Madness these next few weeks. That mock's going to have to wait. Uh, yeah, free agency was absolutely wild. The Bears gave Tremaine Edmonds four years, 72, uh, which but my thinking is if you were going to pay a linebacker that money, why not just keep Roquan Smith? Yeah, I agree. Food for thought there. Javon Hargrave signed for $21 million a year for the 49ers. Um, the team they beat in the uh, NFC Championship. Speaking of the 49ers, former 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo signs with the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, I have a question for you, my friend. Do you think the Raiders still go quarterback with seven? Yes. If they stay yeah. seven? You do? Yeah. Jared Stidham's out the door. He's going to Denver. Um <laughs> I thought he was. I, think, I thought I he think, was a cool little yeah. little piece for the Raiders there, since it was a Josh McDaniels, since he's a McDaniels guy. Um, I look for him to still go quarterback. I would hope they would. Expect like that. You still hammer on the Will Levis pick there if Will Levis is available at seven, which he most likely will be. That's what. Or that's even, what I'm thinking. Or even if a quarterback's going to be there at seven, unless that team trades up and all four of those quarterbacks just go in the top six. 
uh, which would be tragic for the Raiders. Um, but Cor- Garoppolo is their insurance. He's, you know, <laughs> he's going to be there. Uh, he, he's been under uh, McDaniels before. He's won a couple Super Bowls with McDaniels, but it's been over half a decade since he's been in that offense. And he was also sitting on that bench in the Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, uh, I think it's an interesting pick pickup for the Raiders. I, I I don't necessarily like it. Uh, they signed him for three years, which is oh I thought it was just one. Crap. It's it was a it's a three year, it's three years seventy two twenty four million dollars a year. Maybe they won't go quarterback. I still <laughs> think they should. Um, I'm not sure what his penalty is. Um, I'm pretty sure there could be void years in that. I'm, it doesn't really show me in what I'm looking at. Um. But I still think you go quarterback there. I like I, st- I especially think now they're more incentivized to take Will Levis since he has someone to sit behind, and you know, you know, just learn behind and just you know grow. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is, you know, a good veteran. I'm not saying he's anything special, but he's a good veteran to learn behind, especially in an offense that he's familiar with. Um, I, I still think the Raider the Raiders could go Will Levis at that seventh spot if they stay. Um. Yeah, interesting signing for the for the Raiders. Derek Carr to the Saints. We might have suggest we might have covered that last episode. I think uh, Jesse Bates to the Falcons. I love that. I'm kind of like a low key secondhand Falcons fan since uh, Arthur Smith is there. Um, they went and traded. I mean, for, you you the, do live in Atlanta now. Too, I know. So. There's like I'm kind of low key rooting for the Falcons, similar to Florida State. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, they also traded for John U. Smith. We just speak of more trades. We can talk about trades, not just free agency. Jalen Ramsey's a freaking dolphin. Uh, Stephon Gilmore is a cowboy. They stole him. Uh, what else trades? The Dolphins stole Ramsey, too. I know. They gave up Hunter Long. Oh, no. Uh, they... Dude, the, the NFL offseason has been in full swing. Jamel Dean stays with the Bucks, which kind of surprised me. I thought... Um, somebody would give Dean some big money. Um, maybe he just wanted to stay in Tampa Bay. Who knows? But he's back there for four years. Uh, Davenport, Marcus Davenport goes to the Vikings. Uh, James Bradbury stays in Philly. We still don't have, um... Darren Waller's a, uh... Oh, yeah, there was another one I'm forgetting. Darren Waller is in... Giant, giant. Darren Waller is a New York giant. Um, absolutely crazy. Uh, they basically traded Kadarius Tony for him since they uh, they traded the pick they got back for Tony. They said they said for... uh, McDaniel's was salty. He didn't get invited to the wedding, <laughs> so he traded him away. Uh, Bobby Okereke to the Giants. I love that for the Giants. The Giants haven't had a good linebacker in forever. Uh, the Titans the Titans lost a ton of people in free agency. Uh, we lost Nate Davis, our best remaining offensive lineman. Uh, we lost. Uh, we did pick up Andre Dillard. I, I, Yay! Um, we lost. I look at the. I, I I like the post I saw today, and it said Rand took one look at that offensive line, the games from last year, and said, "Yeah, this ain't gonna work." And just <laughs> rebuilt the whole thing in just one day. Scrap <laughs> it. Cut Lawan. Cut Ben Jones. Let Nate Davis walk. Just completely scrap it. Uh, uh, tenure freaking. Charlie Brewer, whatever his name is, 
uh, he rebuilt, Aaron the, he Brewer. Rebuilt the, he rebuilt the whole thing in like a day. <laughs> I know. Like he, he tenured the worst offense. He brought back the worst player we had on that offensive line last season besides Dennis Daly. Uh, Dennis Daly might be the worst tackle in the league. Good Lord. He can't go a full drive without a false start. Anyway, uh, he brought back uh, Aaron Brewer from Restricted, and he just cut every remaining offensive lineman that we had. Um. I st- I really now we better go tackle in first round. Good night. Um, we got a lot of things um happening for agency. Uh, Juju goes to New England, as I already stated. Byron Murphy is a uh, is a Viking now. I love that for the Vikings. The Vikings uh were cooked at corner. Um, Dang, we lost Robert Woods, bro. Uh, <laughs> We got we got Arden Key. We did. I don't know if he's been good in the NFL at all. Levante David goes back to the Bucks. Eric Kedricks is a Charger. The 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 Bears are the winners of free agency so far, just based yeah, on just based on quantity of players that they got. I still don't like the contract they gave uh, Tremaine the Bron- Edmonds. The Broncos are the biggest spenders. Yeah, the Broncos went and just just spent. Spent money. They got Mike McGlinchey to play tackle. Uh, they brought Zach Allen in at edge. Uh, uh, ben Powers to play the offensive line. I'm pretty sure they did something else. Yeah, I think so. Either way, um, they don't have any draft picks, so they better go out and spend some money. Well, they're trying to get a first back from Jerry Judy or uh, Sutton. I don't understand why. But just keep the weapons that you got. I think your weapons are fine. Uh, Jawan Taylor goes to Kansas City for 20 M's a year. Big, big price tag for tackles here. Um, Jawan Taylor's not particularly special at tackle, but they had to replace uh, the guy that they lost. I forget his name. Anyway. Orlando Brown? Orlando Brown's gone. Yes, I forgot that he's not going. But there was like the right tag. I think Andrew Wiley. I think that's his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's gone. That's what I was thinking of at first. Uh, Caleb McGarry resigns. Speaking of tackles, resigns with the Falcons. I love what the Falcons did for agency too. The Falcons kind of killed it. Um, Giants are also winners as well. Getting Okereke, uh, trading for Darren Waller. Love that. Love those pickups. Alan Lazard. Size with the Jets, paving the way for, for Aaron Rodgers' demand. Paving the way for Aaron Rodgers. Um, this Dude, says, this website says uh, Jacoby Brissett re-signed with Cleveland. I'm pretty sure he went to Washington, right? He did. But I'm what I don't get is how Aaron Rodgers complained because Green Bay didn't give him no help, but then asked for the same weapons in New York. I know. I hate the weapons y'all are giving me, but I want those same weapons in New York. New York's got some good. New York's got a good little receiving core over there. They got. Yeah. Okay. So why does it? Why do they need to go out and get these five receivers he asked for? I don't know familiarity. I guess. Watch. Um, oh, as we're recording this, PJ Walker signs with the Bears. Game changer. PJ. Game changer. I'll say. Anyway. Um. It's just a super busy three, first three days. Jimmy Ward is a Texan. 
Um, I kind of have no order of what I'm looking at here. May, I'm going to miss somebody. Uh, Sam Darnold's a 49er. I don't know what to do with that information. Baker Mayfield is a buck. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I, I low-key like that. I low-key like that. I don't know who their offensive coordinator is now. Uh, now that they fired Leftwich. But I do love Baker Mayfield of the Bucks. Um, Ezekiel Elliott got cut. Zeke did get cut. That's kind of sad. I do feel bad. Um, who's going to play I mean, running back I mean, for them until Pollard gets back? I think Pollard will be back by the season, won't he? I don't know. I don't know it's the severity of that injury. Uh, where's Matt Gay? He got the biggest contract for a kicker in NFL history. Um, with the Colts. I don't know what the Colts are thinking, but we'll take it. <laughs> um, oh, okay. There's more free agents here, but they don't have the like their contract yet. Jordan Poyer resigns with the Bucks. It looks like Deshaun Elliott is going to Miami. It's a great pickup for Miami. Miami's also winners here in free agency. They traded. I don't care what else they did, but they traded for Jalen Ramsey, who I still think is a top three corner in the NFL. Um, There's a Titans linebacker pickup. Uh, Aziz Alshair, um, pretty underrated linebacker. Uh, we, we lost David Long. Miami also got David Long for a bag of chips for $5 million a year. Bro, uh, I would have given him up to 10. David Long was a Pro Bowl caliber player last year. Um, I don't know why we just let him go unless he just didn't want to be here. Uh, these are all the players that are yet to be they say, signed. They're saying uh, Orlando Brown might get a one-year. Yeah, maybe. Um, All these players are yet to be signed. John Johnson got cut today. Uh, dang, there's a lot of free agents here. Still available. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady is technically a free agent. Uh, Matt Ryan got cut. He's got that kitten now. He ain't got time to play football. I know. It's such a crazy... Ronnie Hudson's also retired. Dude, there's a lot of free agents here. I want the Titans to get one of these tight ends, like Schultz, Kaseki, somebody to play tight end. I don't want Austin, Austin Hooper back. Uh, Adrian Amos. Adrian Amos wouldn't be a bad pickup. He's going to the Jets. He's a for-sure Jet. Randall Cobb's a Jet. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. Kareem Hunt. Julio's a free agent. There's a lot of people in free agency. Devin Bush is a free agent. Titans, go get him right now. He may suck right now, but he's really young. Go get him. Mike Vrabel will turn him into a defensive player of the year. Matt Prater's uh, signed... He's not afraid. Denzel Perryman, I would love him on the Titans as well. Uh, Jarvis Landry runs a 4-9. <laughs> LJ Collier, former first-round pick. Terrell Edmonds, uh, Tremaine's brother. Kyle Fuller's a free agent. Wouldn't be a bad corner signing. There's a lot of free agents here. Goodness. I thought that said Corey Davis, but that's that's Cody Davis. 
Deontay Foreman's a free agent. Titans bring him back. I just want the Titans to sign good he, players. I thought he was going back to Carolina. I don't know. They signed Miles Sanders, so I don't really think they need him. Sean Murphy Bunting's a free agent. I wouldn't mind that as a signing. Dalton Reisner would be a good uh, player to have. Drew Locke's a free agent. Uh, Rashawn Evans is also a free agent. There's a lot of free agents here, man. A lot of players yet to be re-signed. Ronald Jones, Irv Smith's a free agent. He's still only 24. Just need to stay on the field. Uh, I feel like we're going like to sign somebody or make a move or something because we've cleared up a lot of cap space to do nothing. McCole Hardman's still a free agent. Ronnie Harrison is a free agent. Not a bad safety. Paris Campbell's a free agent. Golly, there's a ton of players here. A ton of players. Anyway, I think we already covered most of the big names that got traded slash signed. Um, yeah, I can't think of anybody else. I named a couple of winners. Kansas City. I like what they did. The biggest loser here is uh, Philadelphia. They're just letting players walk. They re-signed a couple of people like Fletcher Cox, uh, Jason Kelsey, and James Bradbury. Um, but it doesn't look like they're going to bring back C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Um, they let Miles Sanders walk. They brought in Rashad Penny, who's a very underrated player. Um, at the end of 2021, before he got hurt, um, that little second-half stretch from him, he was the best back in football. So... We'll see what he can do behind that gray offensive line from the Eagles. Uh, yeah, the Eagles had an interesting free agency. They lost a lot of guys, but they they brought in some some guys. They also they also released Darius Slay. Yeah, that secondary is looking pretty rough. We might have to mock secondary for them. We were already doing that anyway. But I, I mocked two corners for them in that last mock draft, and I got some flack for that. Now it doesn't look so bad, does it? Comment section. No, it doesn't. Anywho, that was before they made all them trades. Uh, let's. Do we still want to talk about any free agency here? I feel like we covered most everything. I feel like we covered most of it. Juan Thornhill went to the Browns. Um. Jimmy Ward to the Texans. Mentioned that. Oh, Montgomery is a lion. I like that. Um, I wonder why the Bears didn't keep him for six million a year. So that pretty much is that pretty much mean that Jamal Williams is gone. He's already signed with the Saints. Jamal Williams did. Yeah, he signed with New Orleans. I didn't see that. Yeah, Jamal Williams is a Saint. I liked him for the for the Lions, but I guess they prioritized. I, I, I don't know how I missed that. Yeah, right here, Jamal Williams is a Saint. Four million dollars. I, I don't know how I missed that. Yeah, the Bears have had an interesting free agency. A couple of questionable signings, but they have so much money that they can just throw it around. So many, so much draft capital. They they have so many assets. They literally could just do what they want. Um, yeah, a very, 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 very hectic free agency. I'd say I'll give I'll give three winners and three losers here. I'd say the three winners for agency so far. I'd say an honorable mention right now is the Jets. Um, I'll call them a winner if they get Rodgers, depending on what they give up. Um, 
Definitely the Bears, maybe. I think I'm kind of middle ground with them right now. Um, I like the what the Falcons did. Um, I'd say Denver a little bit. I'd say Denver. Um, who who else? Uh, the Giants definitely. I love what the Giants did, and the Dolphins are winners in my eyes. In my heart, they're winners. I would say Cleveland too. Cleveland got a lot of underrated guys here. Losers. You said you was going to name three and name six. I had a couple on the fence. Uh, <laughs> on the fence teams. Losers. I would definitely say Philadelphia. Um, losers. Probably Green Bay. <laughs> Once they lose Rodgers. Um, the Titans, they just let a lot of people go. Yeah. I think we're just going into full rebuild under new management. We're turning into the Tennessee 49ers at the moment. I don't uh, think you're ever going to be in a full rebuild with Mike Rebel as your coach, though. Yeah, but we're it's a really big overhaul, uh, especially in the trenches. Uh, Houston. No, they're. I would say Houston's a winner. They signed. A, they signed a few good veterans. Carolina's also a winner. A lot of winners. Dallas. I would probably say they're a loser. I mean, they cut Zeke. Zeke's still productive. I don't care what anybody says. Zeke's productive. He does fumble a lot, but. As a primary backup last season, he averaged over four yards a carry. I think I think he had nine touchdowns and nine hundred something yards. He was still productive. Well, you back. know, uh, the Cowboys are in on the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes. So, yeah, the Cowboys will still be good without Zeke. Um, I just hate how people think Zeke's bad now. When just because he's not what he once was doesn't make him a bad player. Like, Zeke, Zeke, like, in his prime, like, 2016, 2018, when he was leading the NFL in rushing, he was getting by far the most carries in the league, and that's why. And people crap on Derrick Henry for him getting as many yards as he does when he's like, oh, he gets all the carries, but, like, that's what Zeke was getting. But I still think Zeke is going to be productive wherever he goes. He just needs to stop fumbling the football. I'm excited to see Tony Pollard as a running back one, possibly, though. Yeah, Tony Pollard's going to have another Pro Bowl year. All right. Free agency talk is done. Let's. It's basketball season, baby. It is hoop season. We had an H&H mock draft 1.0, first ever last, last week. First ever H&H March Madness bracket. Tonight, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get right into the action straight to March Madness. Uh, I'm on the free agent screen here. We are on the brackets, baby, or the bracket, I should say. Um, very excited for March Madness. The playing games, uh, there's I think the last playing game is happening right now. Um, yeah. And and Arizona State was winning that one pretty heavy, 
pretty favorably. So I got it on the TV right here. I'll look when it comes. Yeah, it's between right Nevada and Arizona State, the last playing game. Yeah, Arizona State was up by like 20 a second ago or a minute earlier. So yeah, here it is. Hold on. No, actually, FDU, FDU is starting right now. Arizona State is up 53 to something at half. Mm-hmm. So, oh, wait, no, this is the replay of, my bad, they're showing highlights of FDU. Who won that game? Oh, the FDU, I think FDU won, because it says, yeah, right here. It says gotcha. they won. All right. March Madness is in full swing. Games start tomorrow as we're recording this. I cannot wait. 11 o'clock? Full day of hoops the next four weeks. Cannot wait. Um, We're starting in the south region, I think, right? This is the south bracket? It says, bro, it says south right there. Yeah, but like... We're right here. And we're All the, the way down to Princeton. All the way down to Princeton is the South. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, when you see the hey bro, when you see the next one seed, that's gonna be a new region. <laughs> I, uh, cool. <laughs> uh, we're starting in the South, uh, region, uh, with the uh, the Alabama region. We'll say that. Um, first game, Alabama number one seed Alabama versus number sixteen Texas A and M Corpus Christi, huge dub last night Alabama. just to get into the tournament. Um, but Alabama, Alabama moves wins on. This game by thirty. <laughs> Alabama <laughs> moves on. The number one overall seed in the tournament, Alabama has looked okay unstoppable. So how you want to do this? You want to like alternate picks, or what you want to do? I think we just um collectively collectively decide on all of them. I yeah, that's so. what I meant. Like, but like, say like on this game, you say who you're picking first, and I say who I'm picking, and then we put our heads together and then yeah, make yeah, a pick. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Maryland, West Virginia. Now, this is a really, really heated rivalry. Um, it's, it's a good matchup too. Yeah, like it's a good matchup here. Eight, the eight nines are always a good matchup. I think their the record is pretty close to five hundred all time first round but like i think in football this is like one of the most heated rivalries in the nation uh, i think it's not like very public but this is like a very heated rivalry here between these two schools um west virginia with bob huggins as head coach are historically really really good um i think i'm gonna go west virginia just based on that um, yeah, I, I'm leaning with West Virginia too. West Virginia is always really solid. They're always really good on the defensive end. Um, West Virginia, solid. I'm going to go West Virginia. Uh, San Diego State, the five seed versus the 12 seed Charleston. Now, historically, the 12 seeds are where it's at when you're picking upsets. Uh, but San Diego State has been really solid all year. Um. I don't think this is the 12 seed to pick. Charleston has 31 wins on the year, though. Um, 16 and 2 in conference. 
This is not a, this is not a bad team in Charleston. I I think I'm leaning Charleston because they're slept on, slept on. I've picked them. I've picked them in a bracket that I've done. Slept on. If we're not picking Charleston up here, I might pick in. Whoa, I might pick NC State down here. A little foreshadow. Um, are we? Are you leaning San Diego here? I don't know. It's tough. I could see this is a good matchup. Um, it's gonna be a good game. I think this is gonna be a good game. I don't like this is March Madness. I don't think it's really worth it to really think into these games unless we just go down to like unless we're in a little pickle in the Elite Eight Final Four stage. Right. But first round, like the first round is always unpredictable. I think the first round and like the first weekend is the best part of March Madness as far as unpredictability goes. Just surprises. I'm I'm a screw it. Let's take the twelve. Let's take the 12th. Charleston, let's go. They move on to the round of 32. Virginia Furman. Uh, number four, Virginia versus number 13, Foreman. Furman, whatever. Uh, I think Virginia wins this pretty handedly. Um, Virginia's a really good base basketball team. Uh, what I don't understand here, we're gonna we're gonna scroll down here, is how Duke beat. Virginia, the breaks off of Virginia in yeah, the ACC title really game. This city really hasn't made sense to me yet. And they're they're on like a nine game win streak, and they're a seed below Virginia. I don't know how that makes sense. Um, but you know, what do I know? Um, I'm gonna go Virginia. I think you're gonna go Virginia as well. I'm gonna go Virginia, but I think Furman can make this ball game if they're hot. I think. Whoa. As of right now, Orlando Brown signs a four-year, $64 million deal with the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. We just talked about he hasn't signed yet. Orlando Brown is a Bengal. That's a really good pickup for the bro has a Bro has an inside source. I hadn't hit me yet. It's I just I I get Twitter notifications. Um, I do too. But it hasn't hit me yet. Yeah. Orlando Brown, four years, sixty-four million dollars, with the Cincinnati Bengals. But we're gonna we're gonna swing uh, right back to basketball here. No more football talk. It's for weirdos. Uh, I'm already, I'm already picking. I'm, I'm already leaning NC State here. NC State is a gritty, gritty team, top twenty-five team for most of the season. I really like NC State in this game, man. Uh, Creighton is really wishy-washy as a team. Um, that, I hate this. They're, they're talking about Creighton is like one of the most well-rounded teams in the NCAA. Like they are. But I think NC State's better. So I'm leaning NC State. I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah, we'll go NC State. I, I could see Creighton winning too. NC State, the Wolf Pack. Beat the Blue Jays. Uh gonna silence my phone here. All my Twitter notifications for freaking Orlando Brown. Jeez. Uh Baylor US UCSB. 
uh, California Santa Barbara. I, I think we go Baylor here, but I'm not really sure how US UCSB is looking. They have like barely any notes. They're called the Gauchos. <laughs> the Gauchos. Yeah, I think we'll go. These are the teams you got to watch out for, though. <laughs> yeah. I'll go Baylor here. Baylor, this is going to be a good game. Good night. Missouri, Utah State. I really like Missouri, man. Mainly because they beat I Tennessee. Do, I, I like Missouri here. I really like Missouri. I don't know anything about Utah State, but Missouri is a. I like, I a like Missouri. In this yeah, game. yeah. You see this? Yeah. That's why I like Missouri. Go on, Missouri. Arizona, Princeton. We're going Arizona. Not really, Arizona. not really feeling a St. Peter's with Princeton here. All right, so in the South bracket, we have Alabama and West Virginia moving on, Charleston and Virginia moving on, NC State and Baylor moving on, and then we have Arizona and Missouri. These two, this two set of games right here, looking pretty nice. All right, on to the East region, baby. This is where we stay. All right, Purdue versus. Farley Dickinson University, the FDU Knights, the Almighty Knights. Um, yeah. I think we got to take Purdue here. I think Purdue wins this game. I'm not really sure if FDU has a seven foot four guy that can uh, match up with Zach Eddy. Um, Zach Eddy. But Purdue moves on. The dessert. We're taking Memphis. The dessert. I don't listen. Listen, Florida Atlantic. Very good record. They're not a slouch. Very good record. They're winning by an average of thirteen points. Now, if you're watching on YouTube and you can see, haven't played a top twenty-five school in the entire year. Some might exactly. say cups cake. Some might say cupcake schedule. Some might say it's not their fault for playing in the conference USA. But, but Memphis, you, can, you can schedule non-conference opponents. But Memphis is battle tested with the best of them. Those three losses are to Alabama and Houston. Two one seeds. One of, them, one of them being the number one overall team in the country, and the other one being the number two overall team in the country. Yeah, two one seeds coming from these three losses. Um, yeah, Houston uh, by three to Alabama and by one or by two to Houston at the buzzer. Uh, we've we've beaten Texas A and M. We've beaten Auburn. That Auburn win doesn't really look good anymore. But that A and M win has looked better and better as the season it's, gone on. It felt good though, didn't it? Yeah, that that game was wild. It felt really good. Um, th they're saying they they beat Florida. They lost to the Ole Miss by thirteen. Guess who beat Ole Miss? Us. Um, the more I look at it, the more they confident I am in our team. But. Yeah, but they're 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 a good team and they can shoot the ball. They start, I think they start four guards that are all under six four and a seven foot center, so we definitely have a size advantage. Yeah, and we we like to play our four at the three sometimes, so we go big. Um, yeah, I, I think I think we have a size advantage, and I think we're just way more way more battle tested. 
Um, offensive rebounds because their guards can pretty much score at will. Yeah, but we're also prone to giving up a ton of offensive rebounds. Um, I, are, that yeah. mainly may just be to Houston because <laughs> Houston's the best offensive rebounding team in the country, and um, we give up a lot of offensive rebounds to them. Um, if that, if it's the case, DeAndre might have 15, 15 20 rebounds this game. Yeah. Our bigs are going to eat if they don't foul out. So we got Memphis. They, we, they will in this game. <laughs> DeAndre have four fouls at halftime against Purdue. <laughs> Memphis moves on against FAU in our bracket. Now, this is the most interesting first round game in I my think so too. in my opinion. Oral Roberts is back in the tourney. Thirty wins. Mac Aismas back they're they're killing teams they're scoring 84 points a game um they're 18 and 0 in conference i don't know if i could pick against duke though this is i hate that oral roberts pulled duke here because if oral roberts didn't pull pull duke and they pulled someone like tennessee or kentucky or michigan state like even marquette maybe I'd probably pick them over any other team here. Duke is just playing their best basketball yep. at the right time, and it's Duke. Like, it's that culture, man. Like Philip, yeah, Philip, Philip, Philip Kowski or whatever. I could see it happening. I wouldn't doubt it. But they, they, they pulled the worst team here. Like, I like, I would like Oral Roberts better against Purdue than I do against Duke because Duke is just. Duke is just really good. They're an ACC champion for a reason, and I'm gonna go Duke. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a good game. Yeah, I think it's no doubt this is gonna be a good game. We're kind of gassing up Oral Roberts here a little bit, but they're really good. Like they're probably the best double digit seed here, I would say. Um, but yeah, Tennessee, Louisiana, four versus thirteen. Did we go Louisiana? I don't, I don't think we let make Tennessee lose yet. Tennessee's still good without Ziegler. Ziegler is a yeah. very, very tough loss. I, for them. I think they'll I think they'll win this game. Uh Louisiana again, I could see it. Louisiana's good. Uh only played one top twenty five team. Yeah, I think Tennessee probably kills Louisiana here. Um the more I look at it, I, Ziegler's a very tough loss. Very tough loss. I don't think they go past I don't think they get past Duke here. Um, but I think they get past Louisiana pretty handedly. Now, this is also a very, very interesting matchup here. Six, number six, Kentucky. The fact that there are six is kind of weird to me. Kentucky bias, maybe. But Providence here at number 11. And Providence's best player came from Kentucky, right? Yes. Uh, revenge game for Bryce Hopkins. Um, a number 11 versus a six is also a popular upset matchup. I like Providence. I like Providence here. Kentucky is just not trustworthy at all. Um, I just don't trust Kentucky to do anything. Um, <laughs> also beat Tennessee twice. Um, yeah, they're just... I just don't think Kentucky's that good. They're a tournament team, but still. I just don't like Calipari. Calipari has the most outdated coaching style ever. Like it just it it's not working. Um, Kansas State, Montana State, the three fourteen 
in the East. Kansas State is really good. I like Kansas State here. Yeah, Kansas State. Pretty, pretty, pretty good team, I'll say. Now, this is also an interesting matchup here. Michigan State, whoa. Michigan State playing USC. Looks like the both of these teams squeak by in their wins, it looks like. Um, two very wishy-washy teams this year. You know what they say. Fade the Big Ten in March. We're going USC. <laughs> the Big Ten's not great in March. <laughs> they always have the most teams. But they don't win anything. <laughs> uh, we're going USC. Marquette, Vermont. Now, Vermont's a little scrappy little team here. They're, they're usually pretty good um, in they the tournament. top 25 team. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. I know top 25 isn't everything. Um, but like I, I but, hate you. Okay. Hate but seeing look at that, the, man. Look at the, look at the other side. Look at the other side. Marquette's really good. Shaka Smart. He he can always get a team here, right? But what's he gonna do when he finally gets there? Usually, it's a first round exit. Uh, mainly with Texas, but he's got a new 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 program took over Marquette. Be- best um season in Marquette since Dwayne Wade was there. Um, I think Marquette wins this game. Marquette moves on to the round of 32. That is if the East region. We have Purdue, Memphis moving on, Duke, Tennessee moving on, Providence, Kansas State moving on, and we have USC and Marquette moving on in the East region. Now we're moving on to the Midwest region of the bracket, halfway through the first round. Um. Houston, North Kentucky. Houston, as we know, without Marcus Sasser, indefinitely. Is he coming back? Oh, yeah, he's playing, I'm sure. Oh, he's playing? He could have he played against us, but I think it was just a thing like it wasn't worth it because they were going to be a one seed anyway, so he just didn't play. Now, Houston. I didn't know this. They're beating guy teams by an average of 20 points a game. Um murdering teams uh their only top 25 loss came against alabama um they blew a lead against them pretty sure um houston's really good uh who beat them who who in our conference beat them temple okay on a buzzer beater i'm pretty sure um houston might be the best team in the country um is, I, I'm obviously going to go Houston here. I don't think that's an, a bait, but I, I'm kind of like... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't know who could beat them when they're fully healthy. Not, and, not Northern Kentucky. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who could beat Houston here. I like I like Houston a lot. Iowa-Auburn, this is a little, little, little matchup here. Um, Iowa scores a lot of points. Um... Chris Murray, Kenneth, uh, or what's his name? This is Chris Murray's on this team. What's Keegan Murray? Keegan Murray's brother highlights this team. Uh, I think we're gonna go Auburn. I don't like yeah, Auburn at I, all. Like Auburn I don't is like. No, I'm gonna go Iowa. I'm, I'm changing to Iowa. It's just like 
I, I'm not saying I don't like Auburn, I, maybe because Memphis played them, but it's just I, I don't trust them. It's just the same with Kentucky. It's just not like yeah, a I've trustworthy had, team. I, I've picked both in brackets, so either way is fine with me. I'm, I'm going to go Iowa. Um, I could see either way. Um, Auburn's a really scrappy defensive team, but I'm just going to go Iowa. You know, we say fade the Big Ten, but I just like Iowa more in this in this instance. This is an interesting matchup. Drake. I like Drake. But Miami's really good. Miami's really good. Yeah, they are for sure. We've already picked a 12. Who says another can't win? But I, I Miami's really good. I don't think they're gonna lose one here. I could see it, but I, I I think Miami, you know, pulls it out here. Isaiah Wong is really really good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Miami. You, that's fine. Cool. Indiana, Kent State, Indiana. I don't know how they're a four seed. Like I, I could see Kent State winning this game. I hate the way that they do this bracket, man. Like, how is Indiana eleven loss, who is a four seed, but Duke? I just, I will never understand why Duke is a five. <laughs> like ever. And Tennessee's a four. Same with freaking Virginia. Like Duke literally beat Virginia in the title game, and they're ranked under him. I don't. I would never. We should have been. A, we should have been like a seven at least. Ever understand that ever? Um, I'm gonna go with Indiana here. Indiana's good. Like Indiana preseason, their preseason hype. I know preseason hype and the way teams are now are completely different. But preseason, people had Indiana winning the Big Ten. Um, so Indiana's good. They have two All Americans on their team. Like Indiana's like. Good. Talent-wise, they're great. Yeah, they have Tracy Jackson Davis and Jalen Hood Schwinkel. Uh, Schwino. Sorry. Um, I like Indiana here. I think talent prevails in this instance. Yeah. Iowa State, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh won on the last second shot last night to beat Mississippi State. Sorry, Elijah. Um, that was tough, too. Like, you can't ask for a better look. I know. <laughs> and then DJ missed the putback, and it's like, come on, man. <laughs> now, what I they have nine top 25 wins here, right? Mainly because the Big 12 is stacked. Um, they played 14 top 25 games on the season. Uh, which is crazy. Um, Iowa State. Pitt's good, though. I might pick Pitt here. Pitt's a good team. I like I like Pitt here. Uh, Pitt's like the... I think they're the oldest team in Division One. Before Pitt even won, I was picking against Iowa State here. I think like Mississippi State or Pitt could have beat Ohio State. I mean, not Ohio State. Iowa State here. I think this is going to be a really, really good game. Like Pitt is, I think, average age on the team. They're the oldest team in Division One, um, the more experienced. And then Iowa State has just been battle tested all year, just being in the Big Twelve. 
and they're they're nine and five and like nine top twenty five wins is crazy. Like that's insane. No matter what, it is crazy. No matter how you slice it, that's a great. That's crazy. Nine top twenty five wins on the season is wild. Uh, but I, I do like Pitt here. I think Pitt is just, you know, they're more experienced. Xavier Kennesaw State. People are saying Kennesaw State um, is a sleeper team here. I'm like, this is their first ever winning season in Division One. Ever? Ever. Wow. Uh, I'm like 15 miles from Kennesaw State's campus, which is pretty cool. Uh, but Xavier, Sean Miller, they're scoring a lot of points here. I, I like Xavier a lot. Um, yeah, I like Xavier. Sean Miller's a proven winner. Um, he proved that at Arizona. I'm going to go with Xavier here. Now, this is also a pretty good matchup. A&M is playing their best basketball at the moment. They did get dubbed by the by Bama, uh, but most teams have. Um, and Penn State, little little sleeper team here. Some are picking them to go to the Final Four as their Cinderella. Um, but I think A&M's better. I just, yeah, and I feel like I just feel like A&M's kind of streaky. Yes, but. Also, I, I think AM's better. Like Penn State has been playing like they made it to the Big but Ten title game. We also we also fade the Big Ten in March. Yes. Um and this is a, this is SEC basketball. Texas AM probably wins this game. Go in AM in this instance. Uh Texas Cold Date, Texas, uh, without Chris Beard have been playing exceptional basketball. Um, I think just there. I forget the name of their head coach. I think it'll tell me here. No, um, but the like, it their head coach, their interim head coaches are definitely earned a job in my opinion. Um, Colgate's been here before and knocked off high seeds. Yep, but not today. I think uh, Texas. Yeah, Texas wins. Texas game. is. I like Texas a lot. I've picked Colgate on a couple of brackets just for fun. Yeah, that is it for the Midwest region. We have Houston, Iowa moving on. Miami, Indiana, Pittsburgh, Xavier, and Texas, Texas A&M. Only one upset here. Um, But, you know, the guys ahead, they are just better. Moving on to the West bracket, the last bracket of the first round. Um, hey, once we uh, once we hit this perfect bracket, we're gonna get H and H podcast a studio. Yes, sure. Yes, sure. <laughs> uh, we the best here. All right, this is the Kansas bracket. Kansas Howard. Now I think is McCur Maker still here. Do you know what I'm talking about? Thon's brother. Uh... I have no idea. I think he was he was leaning towards Memphis, and then he picked Howard. That's the only thing I know about them. Like, like two years ago when COVID was still a thing, three years ago. Uh, I'm gonna go Kansas. I don't care. Yeah, I agree. What Howard has done, Kansas is that team. They don't really score a lot of points, but it's the Big Twelve. Their only losses came against top twenty five talent, and Howard, safe to say, isn't really a top twenty five school. So I think. 
Kansas takes this game. Arkansas, Illinois, I'm, I lean, it's not that we fade against the Big Ten here that I'm leaning. I, Arkansas is, like, great. You know, they got those three 2K generic players that just be going crazy. <laughs> Arkansas is great. Uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Like, they're talented freshmen. Like, I forget his name. I don't know. I know Sky Sky Clark is uh, transferring from Illinois. Yeah, so he's not playing. Uh, I don't know how long. I don't know if have he's been playing or not, but he's transferring. I don't like this at all. Yeah, that's hideous. Um, but Arkansas is a, a in years past have been like great in the SEC. Uh. Muzzleman is still there, coach. I, I think I trust Arkansas more than I do Illinois. Um, but Illinois is a good, good program in themselves, so I could see Illinois winning here. But I, 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 I just say I trust Arkansas more. They did beat Gonzaga in the Sweet Sixteen last season, so I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll take Arkansas. I'm gonna go with Arkansas. St. Mary's VCU. VCU. Hate this, but prime for an upset here. I like VCU here. Oh, Memphis beat them. I forgot yeah, we, about that. Yeah. Yeah, I was there. Um. Yeah, I like VCU here. You pick a VCU. I like yeah, it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Now I like. Is, I like. I like. I, I own it here. <laughs> I was about to say. Iona has Patino at coach. I don't care about the I don't care about the no top twenty five wins. I don't care. <laughs> you tell me Patino's not getting a game in March. Come on. UConn's been good. They were shaky middle of the season. They were losing a ton of games. But they're winning by an average of fifteen. They have an Alabama win. They have a win against Marquette. They play in the Big East. The Big East has a lot of teams here. It says Iona's best win is against Vermont, who is a tournament team, but Vermont is not incredibly exceptional. I'm taking Rick Patino. You're going to go Iona? Let's let's shake it up. Let's have a 12-13 matchup in the second round. Why not? Um, (laughs) Why not? All right, we're going to go based on who's winning the game right now. So who's winning? Is it still Arizona State? It's Arizona State, 68-44. to 44. I think this one's wrapped up. All right, so TCU-Arizona State. Um, There's 13 minutes left, so, I mean, you never know. It is March, but. Yeah. Uh, Nevada, we're not giving you the benefit of the doubt here, sadly. Uh, TCU's really good. Uh, what's his face? Miles. Did they bring it up here? No. Wait, yes, Mike yeah, Miles. Mike Miles, really good player. Yeah, I think uh, again, I'm in the stacked Big 12, Big 12, every Big 12 team here is going to have a ton of top 25 competition. Um, I like TCU here, whoever they play. It's going to be Arizona State. Arizona State is also yeah. battle-tested in that Pac-12 conference. I could see Arizona State winning, but I do I do like TCU here. TCU here. Uh, Gonzaga Grand Canyon. I have a buddy that goes to Grand Canyon. Super cool. For he's some gonna, reason, he's gonna be for some game. reason, I was thinking that Grand Canyon was the school that snapped Gonzaga's home win streak, but I was wrong. 
Who was that? It wasn't them. I forgot, but it wasn't them. I remember. I looked it up. It wasn't Grand Canyon. For some reason, I was thinking it was, but it wasn't. I think it was BYU, wasn't it? No, it was. It was a small school. Gonzaga does that have a win against Alabama early in the season. Um, Alabama always get or Gonzaga is always going to have a tough out of conference schedule. A, a decent in conference. The WCC isn't anything crazy. Uh, we're going to go Gonzaga here. Gonzaga may not make it past TCU <laughs> just because they're Gonzaga. But I like Gonzaga against Grand Canyon. Sorry, Sam. Uh, Northwestern, Boise State. Boise State. We stole their best player from them last year. I don't know if he's still on our team, but. He's not. <laughs> he never came. He never came. He never came to Memphis. Well, I saw he transferred last year, and I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, the Broncos entered the NCAA tournament with losses in three of the past five games. Not really playing their best ball. They have a win against Texas A&M. Uh, a win against Utah State. Yeah. win against San Diego State. I know, I know we're fading the Big Ten, but I like Northwestern here. I like Boise. Personally. You like Boise. Not because we're fading the Big Ten, but I like Boise here. Coming off a turn of their appearance last year, looking to get a win here this year. But we'll go Northwestern. Why not? doesn't matter to me. UCLA versus UNC Asheville. UCLA lost a crazy Pac-12 title game. Four of their five losses coming against top 25 competition. I'm gonna go with UCLA. UCLA. Not a very hard decision. Uh, the Western bracket. Yeah, when I saw, when I saw, was that was that? Did that say that who was they playing? UNC Asheville. Did they get beat by Arkansas by 35? 34. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they beat UCF, which is funny. Um, the West bracket is filled out. We have uh, Kansas. And Arkansas advancing, VCU and Iona advancing. A uh, little craziness happening here. VCU or TCU and Gonzaga advancing, and Northwestern and UCLA advancing. Now we go all the way back to the top to the round of 32. Cut everything in half. Now we get to some more interesting ball games. Alabama, West Virginia. Now West Virginia, I said, has been a scrappy team. Twelve game, twelve games against top twenty-five, but also Alabama has eleven. Not really losing competition there. They're scoring an average Alabama, of eighty-two points a, a game of an out-of-conference schedule. They 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 sure did. Uh, they played Houston, uh, Gonzaga, UConn. Uh, Memphis, tested by Memphis. Um, I'm going Alabama here. I think Memphis is Memphis is a top 25 win now for them. Now it is. I I just think Alabama and Houston are one A and one B. Like I agree. It's just tough to pick it between between both of them. You could argue Kansas, but Kansas a little bit of a skid here lately. I'm gonna go Alabama. I think it's tough. Like. 
I think the only team I'm confident in beating Alabama here is Memphis and um, Houston. I, I'm not saying Memphis out of bias, but because we tested them when we weren't even at our best. Um, and we're playing our but best. Brandon Miller, to be fair, Brandon Miller wasn't what he is now then either. True. But also, I, I like how we match up against Alabama. Charleston, Virginia. I want them again. I want Alabama again. Charleston, Virginia. Now, Charleston, murdering teams. Um, Virginia, more of a grinded-out team. I'm going Virginia tough. because Virginia... Yeah, I think I'm going to go Virginia. <laughs> Virginia's coaching staff has been here before. This is going to be a fantastic game. Um, NC State, Baylor. I'm leaning NC State. I like NC State as a team. I think they're kind of shafted. I think they're kind of shafted here with this 11 seed. Um, like I don't know how there's an eight seed discrepancy between these two. Maybe because Baylor's in the Big 12, but Big 12, ton of Big 12 teams here. Seems like there's a Big 12 game in every game that we pick. But I'm gonna go NC State. I like NC State, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with NC State. Missouri, Arizona. Arizona, back-to-back Pac-12 champions. Uh, I think I think Arizona's a sleeper team that could probably maybe, maybe win it all. Arizona is a really, really, really good team. Um, they have an All-American, great head coach. They were a one seed last year. I like Missouri, but I'm going to go Arizona. I'm going to go, yeah, I like Arizona. Back to Memphis, we go Memphis-Purdue. This is one of the most popular upset picks statistically so far for people picking brackets, and I understand why. Purdue is probably the least, uh, the one seed you trust the least here. As an unbiased fan, I don't think we have anybody that can match up with Zach Eady. I think he's going to foul out Deco and... um. Dandridge. I don't think anybody we have anybody to cover him, and he's the entire Purdue team, pretty much. Well, here's what I think: we have a lot more athleticism on them. I think we put. I think we have to put Ko on him, just because yeah, Ko's seven foot tall, and he he'll he he can eat up all those fouls. Um, But I think I think we could scrap it out and win this game. I like us here. I like us here. I'm trying to be unbiased as as unbiased as possible, but it's hard. It's like Memphis is good. Like they're one of the better teams in the country. It's weird to say that because we haven't been the past decade. But Memphis, when Kendrick David, when Kendrick Davis is hitting, Memphis is at their best. And what are we saying? We fade. guards win in March. We guards fade. win in March. We fade the Big Ten. His name is his name is Kendrick Davis. We're going Memphis. God, like, I don't think Tennessee will win, but I hope they do. I <laughs> hope they do. Good Man, gravy. If this lines up, we're going to New York so Good fast. Good gravy. <laughs> I am 
dropping whatever bag it takes to go to that freaking game if it happens. Anywho. But it's going to be Duke. It's going to be Duke. It's going to be Duke. Duke is not losing to Tennessee. But that would be the only game I would root for Tennessee. The only game. I hope Tennessee wins that freaking game. I hope they do. So they we can get whooped. We got to win first. I hope they that I would never... I would never live to see another day if we get to the Sweet 16 and then lose to Tennessee. My God. It'd be brutal. (laughs) On to the next game. We're going uh, Providence-Kansas State. Good little matchup here. I like Kansas State a lot. They have two All-Americans, I think, or just one. Keontae Johnson, baller. Um, I think this guy is their other All-American. Uh, great defensively, this team. Um, again, in the Big 12. 12 top 25 matchups. I'm going to go Kansas State. I think Kansas State has a chance to go very, very far. Um. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Recap of the South bracket. We have uh, Alabama, Virginia moving on, and then we have NC State, Arizona moving on. Uh, for the people listening and not watching... Um, and then we had Memphis and Duke moving on in the first half of the East bracket. We had Kansas beating Providence and we have Marquette USC. I think USC could win here. I also think if, if Mississippi or Michigan state wins, uh, against USC, I think that could also beat Marquette. Um, Marquette seven to two against top 25 teams play in a very tough big East. Uh, I think Marquette wins this game. Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, I like I like Marquette here. This is gonna be a fantastic game to watch if this happens. Love love March Madness, love March Madness so much. Uh, Houston, Iowa. Iowa scores a lot of points, but Houston. Hey, an, an interesting stat. I, best defense in the country. I saw the other day. It was like of all one seeds from like the past thirty five tournaments. Yeah. Only like at least one or two of them, I think, or something like they average like two wins. Oh no, that's what it was. Every one seed that wasn't in the preseason top ten averages two or fewer wins per tournament. Purdue wasn't in the preseason top ten, and neither was uh Marquette. Right. Yeah. Right. It was one and two seeds. That's a pretty interesting stat. Anyway, we're going on Houston, Iowa. I think oh, Houston, I, didn't to, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's okay. Houston, again, I have them with Alabama as 1A and would be. I think Houston goes very far. I don't, I'm don't. i not thinking much about this selection. Going Houston. Best defense yeah, in the entire country. Defense travels. Going Houston. Miami, Indiana. I like Miami here. Uh, I like just, Miami here. Just off first glance. Um, Iowa has a good record against top 25 teams. You mean Indiana? Uh, yes, Indiana. Uh, but what do they say? Fade the Big Ten. We're going Miami. Xavier Pittsburgh. Good matchup here. I like this matchup a lot. Xavier can score with the best of them. 
go with Xavier, I think. Yeah, I'm going with Xavier. I think Pittsburgh can do a little something, but we're going to go Xavier here. Texas, Texas A&M. The battle of Texas. <laughs> Texas is a fantastic basketball team. I love Texas. I'm really high on Texas. I'm leaning Texas here. A &M, yeah, I'm going Texas. A&M been playing great recently. Got up to a seven seed in the tournament. Also going to be a great game. Love, love Texas. Uh, recap of the Midwest bracket. We have Houston and Miami moving on to the Sweet 16. We also have Xavier, Texas. Going to be a fantastic game. Moving on to the Sweet 16. Now, the West bracket. We have Kansas-Arkansas. Good little matchup here. I think Arkansas can make it a game, but I do think Kansas. Now, if this if this does play out like I think it will, I think Arkansas could win here. I think Kansas is a little shaky. The Kansas has been... Kansas has been eh. But they're also like... They're not. They're not have the craziest offensive production, but they can they can score with the best of them. They have Jalen Wilson. I think that's yeah, Jalen Wilson, um, Gr Grady Dick, outstanding freshman. They have like a ton of good players. I'm gonna pick Kansas to win, but I do think Arkansas can win this game as well. I agree. I'm gonna go Kansas. A twelve thirteen in the round of thirty two. A double digit seed is moving on to play Kansas. Um. Do we like Patino to go to the Sweet 16? I think we have to. Rick Patino. His run will probably in, his, his probably in there. <laughs> Rick Patino. Sweet 16 appearance with the Iona. What are they called? The, the, what are they called? I don't know. But Iona moves on to the Sweet 16 as a 13. They're, they're swirling it. Patino's headed to uh, St. George's, though. <laughs> um, TCU Gonzaga. Now, history says TCU moves on, but Gonzaga's really good. They're scoring. They have the best offense in the country. They're, like, they're always going to have the best offense in the country. They're scoring 87 points a game. Good Lord. <laughs> Um, but TCU is battle-tested in that Big 12 conference. Um, all of these top 25 games are probably just from out of conference. Um, yeah, Gonzaga is always going to have a, a really good out-of-conference schedule. Um, TCU has been they beat Kansas State, the, the Big 12 tournament, and I think Kansas State is extremely good. Um, I think TCU could win here. Like genuinely, but Gonzaga's. I don't know. I yeah, I, I like Gonzaga, but I don't know. We like Gonzaga every year. I know that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> Gonzaga in March is just terrible, uh, but I'm gonna go Gonzaga just because I think it's just too much firepower for TCU to handle. UCLA Northwestern, UCLA is also extremely extremely good. Um, and we got to fade the Big Ten. Some might say they should have won the Pac-12 this year. 
Others say, who cares? Go on UCLA. This rematch of a couple years ago, Final Four, don't change the channels if this game happens. Uh, recap of the West, we have Kansas moving on to play Iona, Patino Masterclass, and then we have Kansas playing Gonzaga. Moving all the way back up, not a very far journey as we're on to the sweet 16 of the H&H bracket. Can fit all of them on one screen now. You'll love to see it. Eight games remaining in our H&H bracket. We got amazing games left. Alabama, Virginia. Virginia, the ACC runner-up this pat this season. Um and Alabama, the SEC champion. Like I said, I think the only team, the, the only two teams that I think could beat Alabama are Memphis and Houston. Maybe Kansas as well. Just UVA just doesn't score, man. I'm going to go with Alabama. Yeah, I'm going to go Alabama here. Go in Alabama. NC State might be my Cinderella, man. I, it's just every team that they go up against is just, I like them. They score pretty well, play pretty good defense. They play in a decent ACC. I like NC State here, man. Maybe not, maybe not against Arizona. They, they're in might run, their run might end at the Sweet 16. But NC State is really, really, really good. I like Arizona here. We take Arizona. Good low game right here. Now Memphis and Duke. Is this where we fall? Part of me says yes. Duke, their first year head coach of John Share. But I could see us winning this game too. I mean, now all everybody's gonna say, "Oh, bias." But Memphis is really, really good. I feel like I have to explain myself every time I pick Memphis uh, because I don't want any bias going on here. But it's hard not to be biased against your favorite team. But also, our favorite team is great. Um, I can't. I, it's like I have to go Duke here. <laughs> like, I yeah. I think Duke wins this game, but I think I, I could see a world. Where we, if if this lines up, I could see a world where we win. Like if it's anybody else here, like I don't know, man. It's just our our team is really experienced, but not tournament experience like Duke is. I'm going Duke. Um, I hate to do it, uh, but Kendrick, you're going out on a Sweet Sixteen appearance, um, and Penny. Is here to stay. Um, but maybe not. NBA teams might be looking at Penny and be like, man, give him the bag. Yeah, he ain't going to NBA no time soon. Uh, didn't we just extend him? We did. Which I think he donate I think he donates his back anyways, but Penny's here. Uh this is a really good game, really interesting matchup here. We have uh Kansas State Marquette. Um This is a coin flip for me. <laughs> I like Kansas State here. You like Kansas State? Big Twelve. You pick a you pick the Big Twelve. Going Kansas State. Shaka Smart. I'm really sorry. 
Houston, Kansas Miami. State, Kansas State could be a Cinderella. It's not really a Cinderella because they're a three, but you get what I'm saying. I like I like Kansas State a lot. Now for the South, I'll, I'll save it for last. Um, Houston, Miami. I'm going Houston. I don't. Think, I'm going Houston. Like it, it's Houston, and it's Alabama where I really don't have to think for most teams that play them. Um, Houston. They're beating teams by an average, like they're averaging a, like they're beating teams by an average of Jeez, it's gonna be fun. Twenty points a game, bro. Houston's that team. Xavier, Texas. This is a classic in store. Um, Texas is also really, really good. I think I lean Texas here. Yeah, I like Texas here, and it's gonna be a fun Elite Eight matchup there. The bad, another battle of Texas. Texas is going to beat every team from Texas to win the championship. <laughs> this matchup right here, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Kansas, I own. I'm sorry, Rick, but I'm going Kansas. Yeah, Rick, you're done. Uh, you are toast. Now, this one. This is where Gonzaga falls off. They're going, I'm going to UCLA here. Really? That quick? Yeah. Look at, this point, look at this point discrepancy here. I think look, UCLA is really good. Do you look at you see that? I understand points I aren't everything, that. but Gonzaga has firepower. <laughs> Not that UCLA like, doesn't, but I think this is a coin flip, man. I'm probably going to lean UCLA as well because I think UCLA is extremely good. But Gonzaga is also extremely good. Yeah, but it's Gonzaga in March, too, so. Yep. You sold me. The Elite Eight. We have Alabama moving on to play Arizona. Duke, sadly, moving on to play Kansas State. Houston moving on to play Texas. And then we have Kansas moving on to play UCLA. Three Big 12 teams make up the Elite Eight. Almost half. Big 12 is that conference, man. We are on. To the Elite Eight of the H&H bracket. Loaded here. Hard to pick against any of these teams. Um, oh, wait. So, get, well, not, never mind. I ain't going to say that. Alabama, Arizona. Three three Big 12 teams and one soon-to-be Big 12 team. In Houston, yeah. Houston, Kansas in the same conference now. That's crazy. Arizona's really good. I I could lean Arizona this game. I like Alabama though. I like Alabama too. Alabama's one of the best defenses in the country, efficiency wise. I could see myself leaning Arizona. And they score a lot. I'm going Alabama. Okay, I'll take Alabama, but I could see it either way. I'm saying. I'm going Alabama in this game. Duke, Kansas State. I wonder, I just wonder how much. Or how Brandon Miller will perform under the pressure he's under. Not named an All-American. Controversial. Not even that. I mean, like, he security escort into the stadium today. I'm saying, like, he wasn't an All-American because of the incident that he's in. Oh, okay. Is that why he wasn't? Okay. Yeah. Um, Not considered for the Wooden Award either. 
Duke, Kansas State. I'm leaning Duke here. Duke is just hot at the right time. I know that like that only matters so much, but Duke is just they've been here. Like they're always here. I know John Share, first year head coach. They could lose first round, but Kansas State's also really good. We picked the Big Twelve in this case, but Duke. I'm going Duke. I gotta go Duke. Yeah. Look at this matchup right here, man. Final four. I know it's so weird, but the we really drew the easiest bracket. This is the this is the, bro, this is the blue blood of football and the like the, the big dog of football and the big dog of basketball playing in the final like, four of basketball. Like if you can if you can in our bracket, if we can beat Purdue and Duke, we're cakewalking to the final four. You We're not cakewalking. Kansas State's not a cakewalk, brother. Well, I know, but they're like they're like us if we were if we had a lot of money like Kansas State does. Houston, Texas. I know I said Houston. It's gonna be hard for me to <laughs> pick anyone again. Pick anyone over Houston, but Texas, I. Texas is good, man. Yeah, I agree. Texas is a bunch of dogs, but look at this. Houston's beating teams by a dub per game. I think Houston wins this game. Houston goes back to the Final Four. Now, this is, this is of course, banking on Sasser's hamstring staying healthy. Yes. But look, are these three teams, man? Kansas, UCLA, arguably the two best programs in college basketball history. Um, the Carolina's probably up there. But the, the, probably the two best programs in college basketball history playing the Elite Eight here, what March is all about. Two of the scrappier teams in the tournament. Uh, why does that keep happening? Two of the scrappier teams in the tournament. Kansas is battle tested in the Big Twelve. A lot of Big Twelve uh that we're talking about here, but like a lot of Big Twelve teams are in the tournament. Um I'm leaning Kansas here. Just because like That's three one seeds in the final four. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. But you are saying it's like, oh, one seeds like usually go down, but like but they don't. <laughs> They're one seeds for a reason. And this year's one seeds, besides excluding Purdue, are just those teams, man. I'm, I'm, I might pick UCLA, actually. I like UCLA, kind of, but I like Kansas, too. I don't know. I could see UCLA win this game. I could see UCLA, I could see UCLA win it all. I don't know, man. Jamie Hawkins is that guy. I'm going to take UCLA here. UCLA moving on to the final four. We are on to the final four. And then there were four. Alabama Duke in the final four. I think experience shows here. And it's probably going to show away before this. But I think Alabama wins here. Alabama 
continuing our tradition of championships, moving on to the national championship. In, in basketball. Basketball. <laughs> who would have thunk it? Alabama moves on to the national championship in basketball. Why not? Houston, UCLA. These two teams were also in the Final Four two years ago, playing different teams. But these teams have been here before. I think Houston and Kelvin Sampson moves on to their first national championship since nineteen in the since the nineteen eighties. Yeah, I think so too. Houston moves on to the national title game. And now we get a little rematch. These teams have played each other before. My 1A and 1B in the entire country. Some may call it controversial. Oh, you got two one seeds. Like, that's boring. But these are the two best teams in the entire country. What else do you want me to do? Houston, the best defense in the entire country. Plays one of the best offenses in the entire country in Alabama. Also, Alabama has one of the best defenses in the country, too. Houston. Versus Alabama. It's weird seeing Alabama go this far. This is a coin flip for me, man. This is a coin yeah, flip. Know, this man. is literally a coin flip. I can't I can't pick this game. The first game first game was good. Like it's it's in Houston. Do you see this? It's in Houston. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. These teams played. Alabama won that game by six. Houston blew a lead. I think I'm going to take Houston here. You got Houston winning it all. Now we got to pick a score here. Um, Good Lord. I think if this if this isn't if this is the national championship game, I think this is going to be a, a low scoring game. Oh, agreed. Like in the sixties, fifties, probably. I don't know about fifties, but like I could see this being like six sixty five, sixty two, or something. I yeah. I think I gotta agree with you, man. The Houston Cougars are your national championship winners, according to the H&H podcast. That was super fun to fill out because there's so many, so many good games we have going on here. Are we doing? Are we doing a score? Yeah, I'm just recapping what we had here. Like, yeah, I, I I'm confident in this bracket. We had a little upsets. So we had a 12-13 going on in the. The round, I think it was it the Sweet 16 or the round of 32? Round of 32. Yeah. Um, what do we go for final score? What do we do here? Gotta fill these in. Uh, I think, I think, whoa, I think this is. This got to be Houston score, right? It's got to be Houston score. I don't know. 
I don't know that it matters. Um, I'll pull out the first one because the first one is usually the winner. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I think that that's a little accurate because these are the two two of the best defensive teams in the entire country. Yeah, and I, with the I national agree. championship on the line, I think that definitely shows. Um, I think we go to the submit here, man. The day before the tournament starts, we pick our winner. Oh, never mind. We have the Houston Cougars. <laughs> I picked Houston to cut the nets down in Houston. <laughs> um, the Cougars are your national championship are your national champions according to the H and H podcast. Again, this the, the field is crazy this season. Um I think this is one of the most wide open years ever. I was just gonna say that. I think it's wide open. Um I think any any like a, any anybody. I think I think there could be a Cinderella run by multiple teams. My Cinderella ish was NC State, but I really, I really like this bracket, man. Really, really do like this bracket. Um, thank you guys so much for watching slash listening. That was a really fun episode. The past two episodes have been amazing. These off season episodes for us, uh, football off season rather, really get fun because we start getting into predictions. We're going, we're we're getting into to March Madness here. Um, just a lot of fun stuff coming for you guys. Um. Again, that will be the end of this episode. Thank you for thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. We are wherever you guys get your podcasts. Also, turn on notifications for the YouTube channel so you guys never miss when we upload an episode. Um, yeah, that is going to be it for this week. We will see you guys uh, probably soon to recap the first weekend of March Madness. Um, we'll see you guys then.